Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. This is the new covenant in my blood. Jesus told his disciples on that first Holy Thursday, this is the new covenant in my blood. We're going to be focusing on that phrase tonight. And we heard a lot of talk of covenants and blood in the scripture readings. So let's first talk about a covenant. What is a covenant? Now we would think of a covenant nowadays more of of like a contract, where two equal parties enter into an agreement, and both parties uh, agree to what they will do in their end of the bargain, what they will uh, carry out in order to fulfill the contract. In the ancient Near East, there was oftentimes covenants that were entered into by two unequal parties. For example, a a ruling king would make a covenant with those that he was ruling. Or maybe it was uh, a, a king that was a subservient king under him that had been conquered. And the ruling king would make a covenant And in the covenant, the king would would remember, would would recount all of the things that he had brought into this relationship. Maybe the king had had supplied uh, when they were in need, or maybe the king defended them uh, from enemies. And then the king would, would say, this is what I am going to do for you. And then in response, the other party would agree to uh, to the agreement to say, we will, we will be subservient to you, we will be loyal to you, we will follow you. So when we think of covenants in Scripture, they're definitely not covenants between two equal parties. We have God entering into covenants with His people. You see, God is God, and His people are definitely not God. And so God enters into covenants with his people and says, this is what I have done for you and what I will do for you. We think of the covenant that God made with Abraham. Now, first he was Abram, and he didn't know God. But God revealed himself to Abram. And he established a covenant by telling Abram what he would do for him. He said, I want you to go to a land that I will show you. And I am going to make your descendants great. You are going to be a mighty nation. And all the nations that bless you will be blessed. And all the nations that curse you will be cursed. And finally, all nations will be blessed through you, Abraham. Well, God kept his covenant promise to Abraham. He gave him many descendants. We just sang a hymn, a part of the hymn, talking about the numbers of of sand in the ocean. That was the number of descendants that God promised to Abraham. And and Abraham had Isaac and Isaac, Jacob. And and God continued to to recount his his covenant to to remind his people that he was there for them and, and that they had a plan that he was working out in their lives. That, that plan took God's people to Egypt. It was during the famine when, when Joseph saved his family and all the, the surrounding nations and, and God's people moved to Egypt and they were blessed. But then eventually Egypt took them into captivity and they, the children of God became slaves. But God remembered his covenant that he had made with his people. And so he sent a deliverer. He sent Moses 
to free them from the captivity of, in, in Egypt. And it was through the Passover, it was through the blood of a lamb that was painted on the doorpost of his people that the angel of death passed over the children of God and took the lives of the firstborn of the Egyptians. And it was on that Passover night that God established this covenant, a new covenant with his people, reminding them of his, his blessing. And, and the covenant was sealed with a meal. Oftentimes in the, ancient, uh, in the ancient world, a covenant was sealed with a meal. And this was the Passover meal, where God told his people to remember the deliverance that they received on that night. And so every year after that, as a, as a reminder of God's goodness and God's deliverance, the children of God would celebrate the Passover meal. And so they escaped. And God remembers them as they go into the desert. He had promised them that they would have a land. And that's where they were headed. But before they get there, they go to Mount Sinai. And that's our Old Testament reading. It was there on Mount Sinai that God uh, restated the covenant by giving his people his ways and his laws. He gave them the Ten Commandments. And when, God, when Moses uh, get, got those Ten Commandments and read them to the people... The people responded. They responded by saying, We will do everything that the Lord has said. We will obey. So the people took their side of the covenant and they heard what God had done for them and, and saw what he was doing and that he wanted them to be his shining light to the world. That he would be an example of loving neighbor and loving God and that people would be drawn to Yahweh through his people. And the people said, we'll do it. We'll do everything that you command. And so Moses commemorated this covenant by, by having sacrifices, burnt sacrifices, and there was blood. And, and Moses took the blood and, and, and put it on the, the scroll and on the altar. And he took the blood and he sprinkled it on the people. And it was through this blood, it was, it was uh, commemorating, it was, it was setting aside his people and saying, you are now in a new relationship, a blood oath with God. And then the people, Moses and the leaders, had a meal to commemorate this covenant. Well, the people didn't keep their end of the bargain. It reminds me of, of Pastor Dan's uh, saying that the post office does the, their best they can to deliver uh, mail. Um, it was about, uh, oh, I don't know, a year ago that Beth and I received a letter in the mail um, that was actually inside of another letter and the first letter from the post office said, um, we are delivering this to you now because it's been held. It was a part of uh, an investigation of something with the mail department. We received a letter 11 years after it was sent from her sister. <laughs> now, they kept good on their promise, but it was a little late. But the children of God did not keep good on their promise that they would follow all the ways of the Lord. Actually, they, they turned and moved the other direction. Even after God delivered them into the promised land, over and over the people of God fall away from his ways, and the covenant that they had made with the Lord was irrevocably broken. And so no matter how many prophets God sent to them, no matter how many judges God sent, the people would not follow God's ways. And so Jeremiah comes and says, Behold, there's going to be a new covenant. Actually, the words of Jeremiah are this. 
Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. The previous covenant was broken. And now Jeremiah says there's going to be a new covenant. It's going to be a covenant based completely and solely on God's goodness and God's grace. And so it's in that context that Jesus comes on the scene. It's actually on the very night that he and his disciples are remembering the Passover. It's the Passover meal, remembering God's goodness, God's deliverance, God's keeping of his covenant promises with his people. That Jesus says, this cup, in this cup is my blood of the new covenant. You see, all of the blood of the sheep and the goats and the oxen and everything that had been sacrificed before was never going to save one person. You see, it was the blood of Jesus Christ. It was what was anticipated by all of those first sacrifices. It was only through the blood of Jesus Christ that we would be made right with God. And Jesus even says this Passover meal, this, this celebration of God's deliverance by eating of the bread and drinking of the wine. What you're really doing is, is looking forward to what I was going to bring to you. Because he says, take and eat. This is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. And take and drink. For this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. You see, the new covenant was going to bring forgiveness, real forgiveness. And where there is forgiveness, there is new life. There is new life revealed. And there is salvation. You see, Jesus, when he left, he gave, us, he gave us the gift of his Holy Spirit. A gift that, that allows us now to, to live as God's people, as part of his covenant, not out of obligation, not out of keeping some end of a, of a relationship, but out of a new heart, out of a response to God's love and God's grace. In this forgiveness, we have the reminder that our God will never leave us never forsake us. He will always be there for us, even if it seems like we're wandering in the desert for 40 years, that God will deliver us and see us through. In this meal, we receive refreshment for our souls as we walk this, this journey of faith. And in this meal, we have a promise, a foretaste of the feast that is to come when Jesus comes back one day and takes us to be with him forever. This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Jesus invites us again into that covenant. As you come forward tonight, enter in and remember our God, all he has done for us. In Jesus' name, amen.